good, everybody? This is your boy, Negro Jack, with another episode of Maroon Nation. And today we'll be addressing the young boy who was forced to cut his hair in order to wrestle. As I think about the kid, I realize a lot of people are mad at the ref because he forced the young kid to cut his hair. And my thing is, why ain't you mad at all the people who went on with wrestling in the match you know when you think about it you have to realize that this is an attack on young men and women the young man should have never cut his hair that's the problem and when you conform everybody else will follow suit we have to break the chain and we have to realize that there's only one way to fight this battle i mean think about it we continuously fold and when we do this you know, we give a false imagery of fighting and they will continuously walk around with this blinded image to anybody who that you are raising. You know, why are we keep continuing to play the game is what I really don't understand. You see, Kaepernick, he takes a knee and y'all let him get fired and blackballed from the game. You got to think about that. You let this man get blackballed, right? And fired. And this young boy being forced to cut his hair and even more so, you watch his white teammates. I mean, they walk up and give him dap and allow him to wrestle. Not one person, I mean, not one person steps in and says, no, you know what? We will not wrestle. No one on both sides will wrestle. F you force this young man to cut his hair. What annoyed me even more is when I go on Facebook, you know, I watch these white people jump on it as if, you know, they are against it. And my thing is, stop it. All you are doing is playing both sides of the fence and you know it. You see, you want to have the people going, see, they not all bad. And we have on my page, at least, you know, the people that I deal with is black people. So then we have black people circulating y'all. So my thing is, is you already have them. You see, you have the people thinking that, you know, there's a split in y'all. So as long as they see a split, they will continue to be blinded, not accepting the realization that there's a war. Well, there's not a war if only one side is fighting. See, the other side is all, you know, um, docile and they are willing to accept. I mean, they'll cry about it like like how they said the, the Hebrews did when they was in Egypt. You know, they, they, they cried about the treatment because they didn't want to do nothing to stop it. You see, and all you were doing is playing both sides when you do this, white America. And, you know, people like me, we see you. You see, on this episode, I will show how white America as a whole is in on it. In fact, I take that back. I will show you how the world of whites are in on the assassination of black imagery. 
Let's take a look at how. A black woman lost a job offer because she wouldn't cut her dreadlocks. And now she went to the Supreme Court to fight her case. Now, this happened out in um, Mobile back in 2010. The young lady's name was Chastity Jones. And her lawyer argued that racial stereotypes can be evidence of job discrimination. You see, Chastity Jones is an Alabama woman. She was offered a job as a customer service representative at a call-in center. Now, if I'm correct, a call-in center is, you know, like like um, someone where you sit behind a desk and people call in and they speak to you. So none of the customers actually see you. Now, I could be wrong, but as far as I know, that's how a call-in center works. So I don't even understand what the problem is there, right? You know, um, now this young lady... You know, Mrs. Jones wore her hair short, natural locks, and was dressed in a business suit with pumps. You know, high heels. You know, an HR manager later told Mrs. Jones that dreadlocks violated the company's grooming policy because they tend to get messy. She told Jones she couldn't wear her hair that way at work. And when Mrs. Jones refused to cut her lock, the job offer was rescinded. Now, here's my thing. How can you tell somebody their hair tends to get messy? Where is this coming from? I mean, I don't understand. From who did this whole idea come from? Like, who sat down and watched dreadlocks get messy? Or are they saying that just having dreadlocks is unattractive and that itself is a messy situation? I mean, think about it. How many times have you seen white people with their hair in disarray? Does anybody have a right to tell them they cannot be hired unless they cut their hair simply because their hair tends to get messy? No, right? So only thing anybody can conclude from this is that it's a clear attack on black identity. Yes, black identity. You see, in 2016, you know, judge ruled that banning dreadlocks in the workplace is not discrimination. Yeah, they actually decided on that case. You know, a federal court of appeals has ruled that banning an employee from wearing their hair in locks is not racial discrimination. Now, mind you, it was the decision of three and oh. In the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals, the United States Courts of Appeal for the 11th Circuit, now mind you, is a federal court of appellate jurisdiction over the district courts in the following district. Now, this is in the Middle District of Alabama, the Northern District of Alabama, the Southern District of Alabama, and they dismissed the case brought by an equal employment 
Employment Opportunity Commission against a company that refused to hire Mrs. Jones because she wouldn't cut her locks. I mean, we need to really think about that. And, you know, we need to really look at these people who made this decision. You see, because, um, well, from what I know, two of the people who um, made that decision is no longer there. But one of the people that is still there, his name is, um, he's a chief judge, and his name is William Keith Watkins. You know, and, you know, he, right, he was born, I guess, in like 1951. And the thing is, you know, George W. Bush is the one who put this man in office, you know, and he's been in there from 2011, you know, um, to, to now, you know, so yeah, he was a part of that whole decision making process. And, um, you know, I'll do some more research to see if I could find the other two people, the other two judges who was actually sitting, you know, on the bench at the time, because, you know, you'll look and I can guarantee you these are all white people. And even if they weren't Republican or Democrat, because it really doesn't matter, you know, don't be fooled by that. So I want to, um, bring up another person, you know, out in Florida now, because remember, that was New Jersey. Now, this is Florida. You know, father files a lawsuit against school that rejected his son for having dreadlocks. Yeah, a Florida dad is suing a private school that denied his son entry of the school because of his hair. And in the lawsuit, which was filed, you know, by the ACLU in the NAACP, Legal Defense Fund on behalf of the client Stanley Sr. You know, um, I guess he never gave the child's name on Thursday. You know, this was, um, I believe, earlier in December or November. I'm not correct. I mean, I'm not really sure, but, you know, um, of this year. Now, the angry father says that his six-year-old CJ wasn't allowed inside on his first day of school at a Books Christian Academy back in, oh, this happened in August due to the fact that he had dreadlocks. So back in August, he I guess he it took him a while to actually um, put the lawsuit in and he put it in now in December, but this happened back in August. So as you can see that this is this is not nothing new. This is something that's been continuing. And now I'll give you another example, you know, out um um where a public this is a public supermarket. Um, strict grooming standards have the clean cut grocery chain and hot water now with federal anti-discrimination authorities. But like I said, the feds have already decided that this is not discrimination. And the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission is suing once again. And the um, Lakeland based grocery alleging religious discrimination discrimination now see now they're switching it over to religious discrimination which is good you know because maybe that's where black people have to take their hair make it a religious thing for telling a new hire to cut his dreadlocks you know um to work there you know now you know 
Guy Usher, which is his name, a Rastafarian, was hired to work at this public store out in Nashville, Tennessee. Now, we went from, you know, New Jersey, and now look at us. Now we're in Nashville, Tennessee. However, the lawsuit says he was asked to cut his hair before he started working. You know, adhering to Rastafarians often doesn't cut their hair. He had to quit before he started started because of the grooming requirements the lawsuit stated you know what i'm saying so you know this this is you know a shame you know you know we have this thing you know where our people are under attack see the other thing where it says the idea of good hair. Living in a country of white racists made black women see kinky hair as bad hair and straight hair, flowing hair as good hair. So they try to strengthen their hair. This is back, you know, from, you know, slavery time to now. Even if it meant using dangerous chemicals like lye, which they mix with potatoes. The idea of good hair was further strengthened by how house slaves and free blacks often looked, you know, when they saw half white or nearly white people, which meant they often had quote unquote good hair. Despite appearances, their good fortune had nothing to do with their looks. It was because they had white relations and that's what helped them. You see a lot of people overlook these facts. You know, they don't want to um, you know, face the fact of that is not a one-sided thing. It wasn't the hair. You know, we just happened to been shallow and, you know, cuz we thought maybe the hair was getting closer to being like them. So now they can be real cocky with us and basically tell you you ain't got no choice but to do this because now, you know, they went from the iron and comb to to straight um, you know, um whatever the lie stuff like they said to straighten their hair because this is a thing that you can do now since this is a thing that you can do now there's no reason for you not to go and be white america now let's take a look at a case out in boston now we're up in boston where a boston charter school threatened detention and suspension for black girls wearing box braids you know this is amazing you know the um you know the school you know they got a beef with box braids now you know and um two 15 year old girls their twins you know dina and maya scott were also pulled from their school sports team and told they weren't allowed to go to the prom you you see you you you're attacking the things that they was taught to hold there because the school the the, the children everybody holds this there so you find these two twins and you and you attack them so now and they probably was very popular in school and so now with you attacking them you you scare all of the other kids you see they know how to attack um and, but they the school they tried to blame it on 
on, you know, um, hair being expensive, you know, and would be halfway understandable if it were accurate, you know, um, you know, because they're saying that, oh, you know, a hair salon is, you know, um, you know, the average hair is is like. 200 and they don't even realize that you know you could buy hair and packs for like two dollars and stuff like that so you know if that really was the case and like i said since we're the ones who actually wear this it's really just an attack on us you know they, they have a problem with black identity and you know because you don't see white girls running around with with um extensions i mean they probably use clip-ons but they don't walk around with the box braids because that's not their culture you see what I'm saying? And then let's go out to South Africa. All girls school put restrictions on students with what? With what I asked? Natural hair. Now, according to the Washington Post, you know, students and, you know, a school, um, Patria, I believe the name is high school for girls were told to fix their hair as if they were wearing it in a natural state. Cornrows, dreadlocks, and loose braids also had diameter restrictions. The girls held a protest, you know, on campus grounds, you know, but the point of the matter is, is why would you even attack these people? And when you look at one of the pictures, you can, sell, you can see that the authority of these schools is white. So yes, it's a it's a global thing. It's not just certain area. It's everywhere, right? So then we also go when we look at a black girl, you know, um, in Port Elizabeth, South Africa, you know, was told she couldn't take her exam. Yes. Lawson Brown High School told a black girl with natural hair that they needed to tie their afros up to make them what more beautiful, according to South African news outlet um, Times Live. You know what I'm saying? Now, the school principal, you know, inspected students here and sent those he deemed inappropriate to the school's hair committee. They got a committee for telling you how you supposed to wear your hair. And if it was in an afro, right, which is, you know, out and about now, because like that's just not acceptable to them. You know what I'm saying? So then we go down to um a third grader and, and Belton, Texas was pulled out of her class. You know why she was pulled out of a class, people? She was pulled out of a class for a frohawk. A frohawk. You know, because the other kids, you know, were bullying her. She was only 12 years old and she had puffy hair, you know, and, and this um faith Christianity Academy. See, you know what I'm saying? According to, you know, the local six news, instead of putting a stop to the bullies, they, the private school suggested to her mother, Sabrina Kent, that she straighten her hair or cut it. 
You see what I'm saying? These people are straight attacking you. They're training the kids to attack you. Well, they're not training the kids. The kids are just naturally like that, too. I hate when people act like, oh, you know, kids ain't naturally mean and they're loving. No, no. Kids can, it's just like human beings. I mean, adults. They could, they could smile one day. They could beef the next. It's just natural, right? Some kids will go to certain people and not go to others. That's just the way it is. So we're not even going to play that game. Okay. Now let's shoot over to Seattle where, you know, schools had black, a black girl removed from class because of her hair product that she was using. You know, and now mind you, this is in a in Thurgood Marshall Elementary School. We all know who Thurgood Marshall is, so well, I hope we do. So I'm gonna leave that part alone. You know, thought it was okay to remove this black student from her class because because she said that the smell bothered her. They didn't even bother to tell the um the the parent. You know, they just violated this little young girl. And, you know, this is the natural things of things, you know, because then we have a girl and and Bahamas, you know, well, these are a bunch of girls in Bahamas were told their hair is untidy. What you're telling kids that their hair is untidy in a school that's um, C.R. Walker Senior High School. You know, um, they pulled they pulled out one of the girls and told her that her hair was untidy and didn't look like a school hairstyle. You know, wait, how do you tell somebody this? Now, mind you, this was inside of um, Teen Vogue. She and other students with natural hair were told that they would either have to braid their hair or put it in, pon in a ponytail. If not, they'd be suspended. You see, no matter which direction you go, they are going to attack you. They are going to tell you that that's not the way we want you. Because first they start over here, say you in school. And they tell you one thing. Then when you go into society, they switch it up and tell you something else. Why do you think they got school uniforms and things? Because they're, 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 um, they're setting the standards. And they want you to look and behave a certain way. And so this is how they're doing it. They're putting you all inside a box. And... We're going for it. We're allowing it instead of everybody just going, you know what? Well, fuck it. There is no um, no school dress code. Nobody is wearing that. Nobody is doing that. Even if you see Will Smith, what he do? He wore his jacket, his blazer inside out. Man, it's time for the people to switch up. And and you know I wanna um I wanna point out a case and and now this is not about hair, but you know this is about a couple in Brazil that was denied the right to give their child what 
What do you think they was denied to give their child an African-inspired name? You know, that's crazy. Brazilian officials have denied the couple's request to register to register their newborn with an African-inspired name because they fear the name could be embarrassing in the future. They fear this. They they feel this inside of them. And so, you know, because they're protecting their you know, white way. And even though we have a large population out there in Brazil, you know, which is black, you know, um, they have a problem with that. And so, you know, the black Brazilian couple gave birth to, you know, a baby girl on March 16th. And this was, um, um, back in 2016, you know, and I, so I got to really look and um, find out what, what was the outcome of this. But it was out in Rio de Janeiro. And since the child's birth, the country, the country's register had denied Chisinho Africa and his wife, Jessica Juliana, the chance to name their child. Makita Faluku, meaning grandiest that is at the care of God. You hear that? They don't even want nothing to do with that. And so, you know, they actually did this to these people. Now, I hope that what I pointed out to you, you learned some. You know, I hope you understand that this was not just an attack on here this is an attack on black identity and this is this is not just you know police shootings and i mean there's so many other things that i could have been here and pointed out and i'll be doing other shows on this later on but please pay attention and please understand what you are up against thank you very much for joining me this is negro jack for Maroon Nation and we're gonna get you free even if you don't wanna peace <laughs>